Well, hello everyone. Happy Friday. Welcome to Get a Grip with Coach Elex. I'm your host, Coach Elex. With me, my amazing co-host, Stephen Frederick Masick. Stephen the Medium is in the house, and as you guys can probably hear, I am... It, this is an expression Stephen and I use all the time. I mean, failing health. <laughs> so, but I think I'm on demand. Um, uh, but I'm still not a, quite a hundred percent. I I got. Um, I don't know, Stephen. If I I I mean, I'm open about it, but I don't know how frequently I tell people about my kidney disease. I was diagnosed in 2008 with a rare condition uh, called Wegner's. Um, I went into kidney failure right away, uh, I mean, unexpectedly, excuse me. And um, so then I got diagnosed with that rare disease. And since then, I've been in treatment. And, you know, now I'm on a maintenance treatment and it's an infusion um, medication called Ritoxin. And at this point, I take it once a year. And this year, for the first time, they split the dose into two doses, two weeks apart. And honestly, Stephen... I, they, those two bags look the same to me, so I I feel like I got double the dose. And honestly, after Tuesday, my last dose, I felt like I had I was hit by a Mack truck. There's no better way to explain it, and um, I've been in bed ever since, um, but feeling better, thankfully, uh, because Nurse Stephen, it's on duty. <laughs> taking care I am of me. certainly on, on duty, even though my opinion is that what you're dealing with with this cold is nothing to do with the infusion. You just picked up a cold, and and the bag was definitely smaller. You know, Nurse Betty. You know, you uh, weren't even there, so well. well you, let me you, let me. Just, you don't even know. Wait a minute. You, hold on. Let let me just explain something to to people that are okay. listening that know me. Okay. Yes. That yes, because I, I go to every infusion for the first time ever. I didn't go to these last two because I can't go in any longer because, you know, because of COVID. And I know it sounds weird, but now you just can't get in. So I have to sit like in a, a lobby for the four hours. So what happens is when Elix does this consultation, as you know, Elix, with with the doctor, you put me on speaker and I go through every single thing that he said. And mm -hmm. I asked him exactly specifically, if it's split in two, is it 50-50? Is it 80-20? I mean, I had it all down. Listen, I am The bag looked advocate. exactly the same size as I've always get. And I'm telling you, it didn't look any smaller. Plus, it took three plus hours both times. So I... I know what they're saying, but I still think that I got double dose this, this time around. Well, maybe you're special. <laughs> maybe. But anyways. Listen, you know, you're in remission for years. Yes. That's all that matters. One, two, three. Thank yes. God. That, I'll take that. But yes. anyways, that doesn't make me feel any better because I've been feeling quite, you know, bad the, fat, the, the last few days since Tuesday, you know, right after that infusion. So... Anyways, um, what is going on with you? I know there's a lot going on. First of all, we just came back uh, from our trip to P-Town because you happened to have a show in P-Town, which was amazing. Yes. We also got to celebrate um, the Halloween weekend in P-Town, which was amazing. And uh, we closed, Stephen really closed my birthday month with an exclamation point. 
like like Seinfeld, Elaine and Seinfeld would say, exclamation point, exclamation point, exclamation <laughs> point. Um, so, and it was absolutely fabulous. So tell, tell people what, you know, what you've been up to. Well, aren't you going to mention Bianca Del Rio? Oh, well, I, I was going, yeah, of course. So, so, so let's start with the P-Town, um, trip. Um, so we, we went to Provincetown for the weekend, Friday, we'd return back Monday. Kudos, a shout out to our friends at A Dyer. Um, in uh, who host you know host us in P Town and they're amazing. They're traveling. They're now some somewhere in Europe, I believe. And um, so your show was Saturday. So we came Friday night. We had amazing dinners, and then you surprised me with this amazing show, Bianca the Real. So if any of you follow RuPaul's Drag Race, Bianca is one of the most talented comedians. And she's outrageous. Uh, and not only did you get tickets, but you got VIP passes. So we got a meet and greet, which was outstanding. I cannot tell you how amazing that was. And, um, you know, we got to sit, you know, up close and personal. I mean, Stephen wanted front row, but I was like sitting, going to Bianca the Real felt like you know, um, exciting but terrifying at the same time because, you know, <laughs> if she picks on you, it's like, you know, you, you, you definitely want to die. So I was like, can we just pick row number two, please? Because I wanted to enjoy the show and not be stressed through the whole show. But anyways, it was amazing. It was just an amazing, funny, 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 the whole show. And um, so tell people about, you know, what, what the weekend was like for you. Well, with Bianca Del Rio, I was the opposite. I was pick me, pick me, <laughs> yes. pick me. As a matter of fact, I, I, I did a proposal. As soon as the two of us got to speak to Bianca Del Rio in the meet and greet, I looked at her and said, can we talk? And she said, we can talk. And then I told her, I'm a medium. I'd love to read you. So I'm plugging away always, right? So That's it. you never know what's going to happen. That could be a possibility. But she was hilarious. The you know Saturday was so packed with so many things, because I had to be at 11.30. I had to be on the other s side of Commercial Street in P-Town to do um, an interview on a local radio show to um, shout out to the host there, which was um, amazing, too. And I can't remember the name of the, the radio station. But in any case, it was a really, really great um, interview. And I gave him a reading, too, which was, was really cool. And then we had to get ready to go to the event at Water's Edge. I did my event. Then we had, what, an hour before reservations for dinner. And then we had an hour and a half to eat before we needed to be at the VIP at 6.30 to meet Bianca. So that was crazy, right? Yeah. We ate in an igloo, uh, yes. which was awesome. You know, very you know fascinating to just eat outside in an igloo by yourself. You know, you don't have anyone around you. It's really, really amazing. And then the other highlight was um, we did that Dune tour. Um, yes. And that was absolutely amazing, Stephen. We learned so much about the Dunes in Provincetown. And you in particular, you're very connected with the Dunes because of the, the Lady of the Dunes uh, documentary. I, I didn't share that with anybody. So when we went on... Sunday to the Dunes tour, and it was just four of us. It was a private tour, which was wild. 
When I was in the documentary Lady of the Dunes, the Lady of the Dunes, her body was actually found in the dunes at Race Point Beach, exactly where we were. Now, I don't know the specific spot because I've never gone out there. I know that like Frank, the director and producer, went out there. For whatever reason, I couldn't make it, so I didn't see the actual spot. So now we're in this truck driving. I'm in the passenger seat. In, in the back seat is Elix. Piero and Piero's son, Matteo, right? The four of us. Yes. And as I'm, we're watching, it's beautiful. All of a sudden, I could feel a tap on my shoulder. And I look back, not physically, but mentally, and uh, Lady of the Dunes, lo and behold, is sitting behind the three boys, having a great time being with us. And, and I'm very connected with her since I did the documentary and you know wrote the note, the whisper, and all of that kind of stuff. And I was I was beaming. I was smiling. Like I didn't connect that we were there and she would come through. I should have, but I didn't. So she's there. And then um, I get this, this particular sign that she's going to make her appearance um, outwardly through somebody. And so I, when I tell you, I got that sign, you know, for everyone who's listening that doesn't know I'm a medium, I talk and speak and hear dead people. And as soon as I got that sign, the driver is talking about years ago how people used to come here and, you know, like like like, like boyfriend and girlfriends. And, and um, he said, you know how like people would sign their name like 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 uh, Billy Love Charlotte. As soon hmm. as I heard Lady of the Dune saying she was going to give a shout out to me as well as Elix because I was going to share it with Elix. The driver says out of randomly, Billy loves Charlotte. So I look at the driver and I'm like. Oh my God, I cannot believe you just said that. That's my brother and his wife, my brother, Billy yeah. and his wife, Charlotte. And then I could not, the entire trip, I could not stop smiling because I knew Lady of the Dunes had him say that as a thumbs up saying, it's really me, it's really me. So I could not wait to tell Elix. I I just didn't want to get into that whole story with the, the, the driver because he probably... Would have I would have thrown him off his story and stuff. So, but that was amazing. And the rest of the weekend was amazing. We had a great, great time. And you know, I know before we lose time, before we go to our first break, I also have to say that my book is on the edge of the cliff, getting ready to jump so that everybody can read it because that's how close I am. It's very close, and it looks. I, if I may say so myself, I mean, it looks amazing. Your cover. Everything about it looks amazing. So I think everyone uh, should be very, very um, excited to get your book very, very soon. So do you have any ideas that? as to when, when, when that's going to be, Stephen? I, I think I actually may even know today. So I, got, I just got the email that I think the final um, modifications are done. I just have to review it. And if it's all done, um, so I have the, the print version and the ebook version. I will get it up starting with KDP, which is Amazon, and um, that way I can put the date and um, the print. Not yet because I got to get the actual book. Um, I got to get it approved, and then I get the book, and then just go through it, make sure that's good. But the ebook can actually start. Um, um, there's a date, and we can start um, having a pre-sale. That's awesome. That is amazing. And don't forget, this Sunday we are back to doing our live YouTube show. Uh, Sundays with Steelex, so you gotta tune in. And the only way you can see us is by subscribing to Stephen Demedium's YouTube channel and uh, going live. We go live every Sunday at 7 p.m. And yes. just a little bit of food and cooking, a little bit of reading, a lot of fun, laughter, comedy. It's you know, a love fest. 
yeah, it's, it is a love fest because um, Steven is definitely anything. When you bring him into anything related to cooking or food, or it, you never know what to expect. Which, by the way, you know, there is a really awesome story that I'll share only on Sunday. So you got to tune in Sunday at 7 <laughs> about Steven's recent trip to the market. Uh, while I was getting my infusion, he decided to go to the market. And I, I assure you, it was quite, quite the experience for both him and myself. Yes. And, um, and the woman at the market. Oh, I'm sure. Saying. I'm sure for her as well. <laughs> but anyways, um, Mark, uh, somebody on the stream said that there, you know, that the mic didn't sound good. But do I sound okay? Do, like, Steven sounds fine to me. Steven, do I sound good? Yeah, you sound fine. Yeah, you Mark. sound fine on the air. Okay, yeah. so I just wanted to make sure. So think Denise, it's this a, may, maybe a Facebook issue. It could be, um, Denise. So maybe, um, maybe it is on your end. But we just double checked it on the air, and uh, we are sounding real, real good. Um, so, anyways, we are gonna take a break. When we come back, we are so, so, so excited to have Matthew Kondraki again. Matthew is the uh, owner, creative director of Dark Echo Productions, and we are going to be talking about his very recent and very exciting um, TV show that just hit Amazon um, live stream, Dark Echoes Paranormal, and Stephen has a very important role in that show. So, Stay tuned. We're going to take a short commercial break. And when we come back, we're going to talk about Dark Echoes, the paranormal show with Matthew Kondracking, the creative director of the show. We'll be right back. And hello, everyone, and welcome back to Get a Grip with Coach Elix. I'm your host, Coach Elix, and with me, my amazing co-host. Stephen F. Masick is here. Stephen the Medium is in the house. And today we are super excited to have... Our friend Matthew Kondraki back. Matthew is a filmmaker. He is the owner, the creative director of Dark Echo Productions. And today uh, we are going to be talking about his very recent series that just premiered last month on Amazon Prime, uh, Dark Echoes, the Paranormal Show. So we're so excited, Matthew, to have you back. Welcome. It's an honor to be back. Thank you guys for having me again. And Steve, congratulations on the book. Oh, thank you, Matthew. Steven, notice how he made that correction very, <laughs> very, very uh, diligently. He was like Steve. In, in real time. In yeah, real time. That's how good and quick he is. He, he, know, he knows Steven doesn't like to be called Steve. So he, he made that correction right, right away. <laughs> Otherwise, we would have had to disconnect you immediately, Matthew. Yeah, but, um, I know. <laughs> <laughs> but but Matthew, we're so excited because last time you were taught, you talked about your show. You didn't have the um, the liberty to to share with the audience where the show. You just we knew it was gonna go on to one of the major networks, but you couldn't tell us where. Uh, we didn't know exactly when, but since then. Your show premiered. The first episode was released on Amazon Prime. Stephen and I got to watch it together. And uh, we're, oh my goodness, it's so exciting. It's so amazing, so professional. So tell us about how you're doing. Tell us about your show and how does it feel to have 
a show actually on Prime Network TV. Uh, the crew and I are very excited. Uh, um, you know, you always have that doubt, you know, it's not, is it not going to meet their levels? Is it not going to meet their broadcast? Is it not going to meet what they're looking for? And then on, on Friday, October 6th, at 11 o'clock at night, I found out. I went on there. I was on the uh, a video call with Marissa, Sarah, uh, Tammy, and I just happened to look on Amazon just real quick, and it said published, and I went on Prime, and I typed in the show, and we were just like uh, little kids in a candy factory, screaming, <laughs> hollering, excited. Uh, we All the hard work that we put in, all the, the work that we've been doing behind the scenes, in front of the cameras, on set, and it, it finally just paid off when Amazon released it. That's amazing. And Matthew, for uh, listeners who may be tuning in for the first time, why don't you tell people what the show is about? So I wanted to create a show where I wanted to bring mediums into light. Uh, a lot of mediums, they do get a bad rep. You know, they, they get accused of being fake. They get accused of it's not real. You know, they know where they're going, so they know things. So I wanted to do a show where the mediums are completely blindfolded. They know absolutely nowhere where they're going. So that's why I either have their husband, their wives, or anybody. I, I communicate with them only to say, hey, this is why I need them. Make sure they're blindfolded 10 minutes out. So when, when they arrive on set, they know that they are completely blindfolded and they don't know anything until that blindfold comes off. And so that's what I wanted to do with a show to, to show people that mediums are real. They are legit. They, they know their, their gifts from, from God and stuff like that. And it's just amazing where, you know, I'm still blown away. Like, you know, episode two is getting released in a, in a couple of days. Uh, the music composer is almost done with the music. And that's, and that's starring Steve and the medium at Concord Colonial Inn. And I have to say, this episode brought me to tears, and I don't cry. And uh, it, it's just amazing at what she did. Uh, and then, you know, when I go back and edit, you know, I go through the history, and I find out, you know, the stuff that the person captures or what they're talking about is all it's all real. And I'm still blown away from this. And it's just I'm honored to bring the mediums into the light of the paranormal show. And then we do the investigation where we kind of back up the medium. But we also try to get uh, paranormal activity as well for, for the audience watching, you know, to, to show them, you know, and again, this is not YouTube. This is not TikTok. You know, we're, we're not entertainers. We're real paranormal investigators trying to produce real solid evidence. Yeah, that's fabulous. Steven, what was the experience like for you as, as the medium? You, you are featured on two episodes, number two coming up and then another one later on but what was the experience like for you to be part of this well you, you know when i got the email from matthew i think it was in may of this year the first thing i did was i got very excited and then the second thing i did was show you elix and the third and final thing i said is now nah, that's not for me i'm not i'm not a, a, a paranormal person you know I, I love what i do as a medium i just that's that's a it's an environment that I, I am not familiar with. And I remember you, Elix, saying to me, I think you really should do this. I think you should, you know, there's a reason why Matthew reached out to you. And at that point, we didn't even know who Matthew was. And um, getting, getting... Uh, um, what, what happened? Can you oh, hear me? Them. No, 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 I, I couldn't hear you. So go say that again, Stephen. So, so you can hear me now? Yes. I, I'm sorry. I, I think the plug 
popped out of the um, computer. In any case, um, it was the it was the it was a phenomenal experience. It was at some points a, a, a little scary, you know, for somebody like myself who's never really, really even thought much about the paranormal um, world. And then you add, as Matthew just said, I needed to be blindfolded. I asked you, Elix, a million times, give me a little hint where we're going. And you, Elix was, nope, nope. And then I tried even asking spirit and I was shut down. I had nothing, <laughs> nothing at all. So, but to be blindfolded and walk in and, you know, um, just again, keep saying every three seconds, Elix, are you there? Are you there? Are you there? Cause it was, ner- I was nervous. I was, I was a little afraid, but then once the blindfold came off and I saw everybody with the cameras and started, once I got into it, it was, fantastic it really was but you know even matthew you were so fantastic in in in, in reassuring me even the, the moment the door opened and you grabbed me and i was blindfolded Stephen, it's matthew it's going to be okay this is going to be great i can't tell you what that automatically did it settled me and it just allowed me then to when the blindfold came off start chatting and uh tuning into spirit so it was it was i i can't tell you how grateful I am that somehow, some way you reached out to me, Matthew. It, it, you know, it was, it, it was fate because I reached out to a couple of others and they said, no, no, no. And then I was about to give up. And then I, in your, your name, it came across as like, all right, this is my last chance. I said, if I don't have anybody, I have to scrap this episode. And then I reached out to you and it, and it was, I got to say, it's been a blessing ever since a uh, blessing for you, a uh, blessing for Elix. It's just, it's just, it's just amazing that how we all connected and also, too, what a lot of people don't understand is the minute you guys get there, you, you're putting your trust in my hands when I'm removing you from the car to get into the location. Mm-hmm. That's right. And that, that's, a, that's, a, that's a big trust. You know, I know I may be screwing Elix up, but Matthew, I, I have to know, when was the first time you were called to film or a camera or how, how did that start? Um, it was after when I was, uh, when I did the, the, the background of the town with Ben Affleck and Jeremy Reiner, um, I wanted to do uh, a teen drinking and driving film. I did it with my good best friends, uh, Sadie Westbrook and Bob Rustbrook, God rest their souls and Veronica, God rest her soul. And, um, that was the first time I ever touched the camera. And then it just, from there, it, I just, I just got the itch and I wanted to learn more. And that's when Rob came in play and he took me under his wing and, and it just grew from there and I'm growing every day. You know, I talk to the people in the industry, like, you know, I'm just, I want people who are, who are listening to this, you know, a lot of us, you know, we want, we want feedback from the public. We want people to give us, you know, the respect. And, but a lot of people don't understand is a lot of people don't want to see you. Hello. I think we lost. You're good. I'm not sure what happened. (laughs) I guess so, my I guess my topic got too hot. <laughs> yeah, so I I do know I so so Mark our producer uh will let me know what's going on, but I do know that we were having some uh technical uh issues with the Facebook uh feed and uh so there was a post on the Facebook uh the Facebook feed to uh, go directly to wireradio.com to listen for a better uh sound experience. But I'm not quite sure. So I, I don't know. Mark, are we still on, on the air? Are we, did we go to commercial? What's going on? We are fine. 
So we are fine. So we it's are just, fine. So we're still on the air, Matthew. So so go back because we, you were sort of interrupted in the middle of your explanation, which was fascinating. So so just go back and repeat the last thing that you said. So um, when you asked me about uh, Steve, Stephen asked me about when I touched the first camera. Um, it was on my first film, Sorry, Mom, I Won't Be Coming Home. And that's when I grew from there with people in the industry, my friends helping me. And, you know, they, they weren't sugarcoating things. They were legit. They were real. You know, they said what they needed to say, and it made me who I am today. But to the people, like I said, to the people listening, everybody wants that respect. Everybody wants the, you know, the opinion from the public. Everybody wants their friends to give them opinion. But a lot of people don't understand is when you're in this industry and you're up and coming, you're not going to get the, the, the right uh, feedback. People want to see you fail. They don't want to see you succeed. So I wasn't getting really no big feedback about, you know, the episode. You know, what I did, did I do anything wrong? Did I do this? So one night I was, I was editing an episode, and my friend from Hollywood called me and said, Hey, man, I got to talk to you. I watched your episode. And he gave me the, the greatest feedback, the greatest positive things I've ever, I needed to hear. And because of he reached out to me. And remember, these guys don't need to reach out to you because they're in the industry. They, they made it. They're, they're in the big league. But they see the potential that I'm trying to do, and they see that I listen to professional advice. So that's why I want to tell people, too, when, when a professional gives you advice, please listen to them. Do not act like you know everything because they're reaching out to you. So after he gave me the feedback, I went back and I started re-editing episode two, and it's just it's so smooth now. Um, after episode three and four, uh, episode five and six are the kind of like the restyle that Hollywood told me that they wanted me to do. And I've noticed on sets now, after we filmed two episodes with Larissa and Sarah Grimm, that we, it, it just went smooth. It, you know, it, you can tell the, the different energy of the filming. You can tell it's going to be, uh, the, the episodes are going to be even intense. So that's the feedback that I wanted. And I couldn't get that from the public because, again, a lot of people want to see you fail. And don't take that as negative. Somebody in the field will reach out to you and give you the best advice you could possibly uh, get. And just remember, listen to what they're telling you because they don't have to. Well, at the end of the day, it's, you know, uh, you have to be very clear as to what it is that you want. And you have to be willing to go for it. you got to be willing to do the work. And you, like you said, you got to be willing to listen. But you know what we have to be willing to do right now, Matthew? We have to be willing to actually go into the real commercial break. Um, so <laughs> hang in there. We're going to take a real commercial break this time, and we'll be right back. And we're talking to Matthew Ryan Kondracki, who is the, the uh, director of Dark Echoes Paranormal Show. We'll be right back. And hello, everyone, and welcome back to Get a Grip with Coach Elix. I'm your host, Coach Elix, and with me, my amazing co-host. Stephen Frederick is here. Stephen Frederick, Stephen the Medium, is in the house. And today we're excited to have our friend, Matthew Ryan Kondracki, who is the, a filmmaker and creative director of Dark Echoes, the paranormal show. And we're excited because... This time around, his show is actually already streaming on Amazon Live. Episode 1 was released last month, and we are awaiting Episode 2, which features Stephen, the medium. Um, Matthew, welcome back. So, Matthew, I do have a question for you. So, how do you go from, um, you know, having an idea having something that you were you wanted that you were thinking about to 
to getting a show on one of the major stream networks? So when you when you have an idea and you you write it on paper, you draw it, you can do it on 3D uh, imagery for on editing software, and you 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 just get it, you just it just comes to you, and then you know. You, you walk around like a house or like my, like my house and I just take a camera and I'm just picturing like, oh, you know, this is cool, you know, this. And I'm just in my head, like a lot of it comes from my head. I, I, all the movies that I watch, all the shows that I watch. And it just I just think about, you know, what the audience wants to see and and stuff like that. But um, it's just it, I can't really say it's just it's just all in my head. Um and then it goes from my head to paper, then paper to actually doing it. Uh, also, too, for to, to get on these networks, uh, you have to follow their pipeline. Uh, we film with uh, red uh, digital cinema cameras. Uh, red, again, is, is, is accepted in every network, every movie theater, every uh, streaming platform. And we follow the pipeline. So Amazon has their pipeline. Netflix has their pipeline. And then once you follow that, then you got to follow the broadcast audio levels. you got to follow their... You know, Netflix is minus 27. Uh, Amazon is uh, minus 23. So a lot what, of... What, do, going, what does that mean? Uh, uh, L-U-F-S. Uh, uh, Lux. Um, it, the, uh, it's the loudness meter for uh, 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 platforms. Okay. So so you're talking very specific technical things that the, the network may be looking for in the film. Yep. And if you don't meet those, they will they will deny you. And, and how, you know, like... Were you considering different networks, or how did you get to Amazon? Uh, I got to Amazon about in 2022 when I was uh, making a horror movie called JoJo based on true events. Uh, stuff happened, so it didn't it didn't you know didn't work out. And I I emailed, I emailed Amazon uh, personally, say, hey, look, this is what I'm doing, and I gave them the whole you know what I'm doing with all the broadcasts, with all the cameras that I'm using. And they and they got back to me about a, a week later with an email and said, "Here, here's the link. When you're ready, please upload it to us." So wow. What? Uh, so once I um, you know, the, the horror movie didn't work out. I was like, you know, I, I want one more shot. I was like, I just don't want to give Amazon something. Say, hey, you know, here it is. So I said, you know, let me give them a paranormal show because there are a lot of paranormal shows on there, but there's there's not nothing like what we're doing. We're we're taking. Um, a show, and we're giving it that Hollywood cinematic quality that you would see, like watching a movie. Yeah. Well, let me let me ask you let me ask you a follow up question to that. What makes your show different from any other paranormal show? Well, I would say, well, we're filming on red. That makes a big difference. Um, we're 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 bringing mediums who are blindfold who don't know where they're going. I have yet to see that in any show. Um, we're, we're doing legit uh, paranormal investigations where we have a body camera. So if something happens, you can know there's no staging, there's no fakeness, no nothing. So you can see, like, say, like, something like a a, a, a door opened. And then I, I switch to the body camera on the investigator, and you can see that the camera crew is nowhere near the door. And, and, and that's proof that, you know, this is legit. So okay. I wanted to take all the aspects of people saying this is fake. So you you take you have very high standards and you take that to the next level. Um, you're very serious about what you're producing. Very serious. Yeah, I, I we love that, Stephen. You ha I know you have another question. Go ahead. Well, you know, first first to comment, Matthew. In the last 
segment. I, I just, I love how open and honest you are with, you know, your career about that unbelievable advice about if you have a professional to listen, because so many of us in so many different environments and in, 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 um, aspects of where we are in business, we, we just become defensive and we just think we know it all. So I love that advice. Um, but also because this is high stakes, do you, do you ever, you know, get the, the feeling like I'm gonna, if I reach out to somebody, what happens if they just, they bomb or what happens if they just, you know, this is, it's, it's, it's money. You've got your staff there. I mean, do you, how do you, how do you approach this? Do you just do as much research or do you go by the gut feeling to get the mediums or, or a host or whoever's doing the investigating in these episodes? So the, the very uh, season one is where I approach the mediums. Uh, but now we have an amazing uh, assistant director, Larissa uh, Mary Rex. She, she knows a lot of stuff in the paranormal field. Uh, she's in the paranormal field. She owns her own event company. She does like big events and what I'm super excited that we're part of. And she knows for season two, she knows a lot of these mediums and she contacted them and, and, and just by word, uh, they wanted to be on the show because they know what the show is about and it's bringing mediums in light. So she's been doing a lot of hard work behind the scenes to get us our, our mediums for season two, which, you know, in crazy season two is already, already booked. We we're, we're filming in January through March. It's, it's already done. We have all the locations. We have all the mediums. We have all the, the, the guests. Uh, she, she worked very hard behind the scenes and, and I'm super honored that, you know, she took the AD position and she wanted to, to do this for us. You know, she's our PR person as well. So she's advertising like crazy for us. I've had people who are in the industry say, you're like, this is unbelievable. You know, when it wasn't out yet, people are saying, your show's not even out yet. And we hear more about this. They go, we've never, we've never seen something that's not out yet and going crazy on social media. And we're looking forward to it. So she put in a lot of work for the PR to get it out there. So it, it, it takes a team and a crew to become successful. I, I hope I get to meet um, her at some point because I will tell you that, you know, the people that, that I did meet through you have been spectacular. And I, I, I know I got to do a, an episode with Tammy and right from the get go, I fell in love with Tammy. She's, she's <laughs> such a great connected person. And um, I'm not surprised that you've got this fantastic new person um, that your energy pulled in. That's not surprising, Matthew, at all. And, and um, wow, I'm sure both of you are very lucky to have each other. Yeah, no question She's also about too, it. Steven. She's also a medium as well, so I'm looking forward to you guys working together. I love that. I, wow, I, I really awesome. do want to meet her. That's awesome. So you know what, Matthew? I think we are going to take another commercial break, uh, but when we talk, when we come back, I want to talk about episode two. What can we expect uh, from episode two, and uh, when is episode three uh, coming along? So we're going to take a small break. Matthew, hang in there. We'll be right back. And hello, everyone. Welcome back to Get a Grip with Coach Elix. I'm your host, Coach Elix, with me, my amazing co-host. Stephen the Medium. Stephen the Medium is in the house, and today we are having an amazing conversation with a great friend, Matthew Ryan Kondraki, who is the uh, filmmaker, creative director of Dark Echoes Paranormal Show uh, that premiered last month uh, on Amazon Prime. And the second episode, which features Stephen the Medium, is coming up any 
should be out any date now. So Matthew, welcome back. Thank you. So we talk, we talking, I wanted to know Matthew about episode two. So you talked a little bit about the things that you've learned from episode one, which by the way, was amazing. Um, but what can we expect from episode two? Tell people about what it is and what can they expect? So after getting the advice from my, uh, my friend in the industry, um, now that when you watch episode two, when Steven picks up on a certain, uh, certain person i actually have uh pictures and a backstory of that person as b-roll so people can see that people can see uh the history now uh that i got i put some voiceovers in there with me um so it, it's really the the story now gets really intense of what he picks up and that is confirmed wow and where where is episode two take place because you you often pick historical places that are known to have ghost activity in them. So which one, where is episode two take place? Episode two is in Concord, Massachusetts at the, the very haunted Concord Colonial Inn. Wow. Wow. And Stephen, what, what was, you know, I know you didn't even know that you were at that place when you walked in blindfolded, but, you know, what was, what was that experience like for you? Well, you know, as I mentioned earlier about, you know, how, thank God, Matthew was, was just very, with what he said, eased my anxiety. But I will tell you, though, when the, when the blindfold, blindfold came off, what really threw me was that I just in my head thought that this would be wherever we're going. You know, this is an abandoned place and no one's there. And, you know, one of the first things I see is like this woman walking by and I'm, I'm like, wait a minute, she doesn't look like she's part of the team. And then I see another one coming by with the tray. And I'm like, oh, my God, this 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 is an open place. Like, this this public, like, there's people here that are not even part of this filming, which, of course, could have set me in a place of getting even more nervous. Like, oh, my God, uh, you know, how much, how many staff? And at that point, I did not even know what it was yet. I, I, I assumed it was some kind of restaurant, but I didn't know where I was. But th th that right there was, well, that was something. Um, how, but Stephen, how, how about Monique Toussoon? This giant soon. drag queen in front of you, dressed all in green, when <laughs> when you get uh, the blindfolds off. Yeah, and I had no, like I had no idea. And um, you 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 just cannot not love Monique. She's she's incredible, and she is just so authentic. And she, like Matthew, you can tell the authenticity. She lives and breathes this stuff. And, and, and you, can, you can see it in Matthew, the way around him, his, his, his facial expressions. You can tell Matthew loves this, thus he's doing, why he's doing it. Monique's the same way. And they're talented and they have that, you know, to boot. So, and the fact that Monique, it was a saving, like a saving grace for me that Monique walked through the episode with me because I could, I could throw stuff off her. She could say stuff to me. It was um, it was fantastic. It was so fantastic that New Year's Eve, I'm doing an event with Monique. So how fantastic is that? I, I, I love it. Matthew, so what are the, upper, the other episodes? What should we expect? How many, first of all, how many episodes are you going to drop for season one? Uh, we're we're going to do probably seven to eight. Uh, we're, we're, I'm working on the season finale, which is uh, if everything goes smooth, this is going to be a huge season finale. Um, 
I'm going to um, hopefully bring in Steven in. I'm going to be bringing Larissa. I'm going to be also bringing Sarah Grimm. She's also another medium that we worked with on uh, at the Wilson Castle this uh, last filming. She did absolutely amazing at what she did. Uh, Larissa did amazing at what she did. What Steven does amazing at what he did. So with the three combinations at the season finale is going to blow the audience's mind. Mm, that's that's amazing. And how, you know, so if people are listening and they're, they, they're interested in watching the, the episode one, which is already out, episode two, it's coming. You said it's coming up anytime, right? It's going to be dropped anytime, any day now? Yep. So just gotta how go, do people... Just pe got yeah, go to put ahead. the music in the background and make sure everything meets the levels. And so how do people find um, the show? So you can go on Google, type in Dark Echoes Paranormal, or you can go on Amazon Prime Video, type in Dark Echoes Paranormal, and it will show up. We have, a, we have a Facebook page, Dark Echoes Paranormal page. I have my Instagram, FilmmakerMatt82 page, and we have uh, a lot of promotions out there. We have, we have uh, logos about the, our new logos about to drop pretty soon. Uh, we're going to have merchandise, shirts, sweaters, hats. Uh, we're really, everything's going crazy. And then next year, if you guys want to meet us, We're, we're headlining a lot of big events because uh, Larissa, she's doing her um, her events, and we're, we're headliners at these. So people can come out and meet us. They get to go ghost hunting with us. We have a lot of awesome things coming next year. That, that, that is amazing. Matthew, one thing, every time I listen to you, I am, I'm so blown away by the grit, you know, your grit, your, your desire to just go for what you want. This is this is really the result of you going for something that you wanted. You know, this is more than just a job. This is more than just a project. This, I can tell, is purpose for you. And Stephen and I talk about this all the time. You know, when, when you live in purpose, everything that we do becomes effortless. And that doesn't mean that it's not hard work. It just becomes effortless. You know, can you can you see? I mean, do you you get what I'm saying? I I I have I have changed a lot. Uh, my goals, my drive. I have an amazing coach that I work with. He he he, he actually. <laughs> I, he I wonder who that I would be. Now. Jeez, Louise, <laughs> say more about that. We don't want to advertise coaches, but I'm curious who would that be. <laughs> the, the the coach is you. Uh, what, what we what we talk about and how you, you know, before you know when when drama happens and stuff happens, I would react. But because of you taking the time and coaching me and making me a better person for the public's eye, and not and not and myself, I have very been uh, very tolerant. I just let things go now and I just concentrate on the goals because when we have our coaching, it's just amazing at what, what what you're doing for me and making me a better person that's awesome my uh matthew now let me ask you this if somebody's listening and like you they also have a dream but they don't know how to get started they're afraid of the failure they're afraid to being rejected uh just like you have been in the past what advice would you give them I would tell them to reach out to professionals and, you know, it can't hurt to send an email. It can't hurt to shoot them a text because you never know that one person could be the one person that's going to give you the opportunity. Like I did for Scarlett. She reached out to me and now she's our uh, director photographer for dark echoes. Yeah. 
But you, you, you know, honestly, you reached out to Amazon. I mean, that, that to me is super courageous. You decided I'm going to reach out. I'm going to ask, because if, you know, if you didn't, your show would not be featured on Amazon prime. That's no. the reality. This is you making it happen. And that to me is that, that deserves a standing ovation. Um, really awesome. Steven, anything, any last parting words for Matthew? Yeah, Matthew, and for the audience listening and Elix, you know, because I really wasn't well-versed in the whole paranormal um, environment, since filming the two episodes and getting to meet you, Matthew, I have definitely um, dived into what's out there. And I got to say, Matthew, it just also amazes me how you pulled the pieces to put this the, the series together how you've got the medium that's that's blindfolded how you have like a co-host how how you have these locations and that you also have the investigating um piece which i think both both pieces just complement the other side and i gotta tell you i mean I, I can't say i i'm an expert and have gone through every single thing but i hit a lot of a lot of shows out there that nothing compares to what you've put together so bravo to you matthew oh thank you that, that means a lot to us uh, we, we appreciate it we are super proud of you so matthew if people want to connect with you if they want to follow what you're up to how can they connect with you Uh, they can go on uh, Instagram, filmmaker Matt eighty two. They can go on Facebook uh, groups and look for Dark Echoes uh, Paranormal Series. Uh, they can uh, contact Larissa May Mary Rex at um, Third Eye Event, her company, or just that. Uh, and then uh, they can just get a hold of anybody they want to try to get a hold of us. And if you have any questions with filming or if you want to know stuff, shoot me a message because you can't hurt to try because I will give you the best advice. Like. I know you guys are getting going, but uh, we have people on on the on the set now who knew nothing about filming, and they they're ready to take 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 control if somebody goes down. Like if if I'm hurting or Scarlett's hurting, somebody knows how to do that or that. So each day, you know, everybody's learning how to do stuff, and I love teaching. And that's a way to pay it forward. And listen, in my world, there's no better there's no better way to get more you know, for you than giving it away. The more you give, the more you get. So that's going to pay back tenfold, Matthew. Matthew, thank you so much for, you know, joining us again. This is an open invitation, Matthew, because I know you have a lot going on. So, you know, you're welcome to come back and keep talking about the, the upcoming episodes and what you're up, you know, what you're up to uh, in, as you continue to grow your, your business. Uh, but thank you so much for sharing your time, your attention with us today so generously. It's been an honor and a pleasure, and I will always be welcome on your show. Thank you, thank you. And Stephen, with that said, here we are at the top of the hour once again. That was awesome, wasn't it? Yeah, I mean, you know, I just think Matthew Matthew is like family. He just yes. is. I mean, he's just one of those, those people that were blessed to have come across his path And um, I, I just really know that we will be seeing a lot of him and, and just um, doing some, some crazy, amazing, you know, adventures together. Yeah. And he's just as genuine, yeah. authentic, transparent as he gets. And, um, <laughs> he's, and he's I a, love that. He's a, as my mother would say, he's a good egg. Yeah, so. he is. So, <laughs> so Stephen, um, let's recap because there's, there's lots going on. So tell people again about 
your book, tell people about um, what you're up to, um, anything else that um, we need to make sure we share with everyone. Well, sure. So my book is called The Suicide Gift, and it is um, very, very close to um, coming out. And uh, I'm, I'm expecting it's going to be December. That's what I'm expecting at some point. And the ebook version should be out sooner than that. And not out, but in reference to being able to um, um, purchase it before the actual launch date, which obviously the ebook and the print book will be the same date. So I'm really, really excited about that. It's certainly been a lot of work, but I'm really very, very happy at the end result. I have, which will be coming and, and by, up. By the way, though, the, the suicide gift, it's based on your own personal story. Yeah, it's, 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 it's not a made-up story. Yes. yes. It's, it's just, um, you know, my experience of really the two main subjects of, of trauma when my dad took his life when I was eight years old and the, the gift of being a medium that I had no idea about and how the suicide actually ultimately gets me to the mediumship piece and, and, and thus the reason why the suicide gift. It's, I think it's a, it's, it's a really entertaining book and it, at the end of each chapter there's insights that connect not only the chapter but just give you um, exercises and things, things to think about how to connect yourself to spirit, which I love. And I also I, have... We all love, we, yes. Haven't, haven't been put on my website yet, but I have... Um, in January, we'll be starting my next rounds of um, live classes, So, which I love teaching, which are virtual. And um, there's just a lot of other stuff that's happening. You, you can always book an appointment with me via stephenthemedium.com. Awesome. And fr- uh, Sunday at 7, everyone again, you can catch Stephen and I at our live YouTube channel, um, uh Steelix uh, Sundays. What is this? You're walking along the street. You're at a party. <laughs> Sundays with Steelix. <laughs> yes. You know, and yes. Um, so there's a little bit of cooking, a little bit of readings, a lot of laughter, a lot of crazy. And the only way that you can catch up with us is a live show. So we come live at 7 p.m. every Sunday. Is you have to subscribe to Stephen the Medium's YouTube channel, and uh, you'll get the notification. And we come live. So. We didn't do last week because we were away in Provincetown for the weekend, but we are back this Sunday at 7 p.m., so do not forget that. And after the show, don't forget to tune in to Mark's Jukes Box, and uh, we're happy to announce that Mark, somehow somebody, some other soul has has taken over, and he's going to be playing Christmas songs today. I don't even know what to say about that, but I love it because I'm already into the Christmas spirit. So don't forget to tune in to Mark's Jukebox coming up right after the show. With that said, thank you, everyone. Have a wonderful weekend, and we'll see you again next next Friday. (laughs) Bye-bye.